You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Oh, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, you can take us on the go wherever you go with Podbeam, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any other listening stations. You can also check out our content on themisfitfaction.com where we've got reviews, pictures, all of our podcasts, archives, as well as our sister podcasts of Cinematic Adventures. And MF Uncensored, you should check those out. As always, I'm glad you're here because I'm Rob. How am I? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And to my left is a very befuddled Paul. Paul, how are you? Uh, Let me Google befuddled first, and uh, (laughs) we'll see where I'm at. I'm good, Rob. Thank you for making a lot of creepy eye contact during your intro and speaking very slowly. Any kind of smoldering looks I can throw your way, I'm happy to do so. Smoldering is not the word I would use. (laughs) Um, And also with us today in the studio, as always, is the ever-reliable Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing well, sir. How about you? I'm excited to be here because today we are discussing what's coming up in 2022 in terms of movies and television. We have done our homework, all of us, and we have prepped, and we are ready to go. And I'm getting some like, eh, maybe not. But we are all excited with the number of properties that are coming out this year, both in film and television. And we're going to run through a lot of them. And then we are going to talk about which ones we're most excited about and least excited about. But first comes the news with Paul today. Paul, tell us all about what's going on in the world that apparently I don't know anything about. I don't have any news. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We do have some exciting news, and this is uh, podcast related. This isn't even... This isn't even uh, comic book or superhero movies or anything like this. The Multiverse Fancast was selected by Podbean to be an official affiliate of Podbean. So for those of you guys who have been interested, I know we've actually had people reach out to us about starting podcasts, about being involved with podcasts and, and how to do it and how to get going with it. We have learned by a lot of trial and error and error and error and error and error and error and error. And, error and, and there was another error. Stuck on there. error. Yeah. I was erroring. But anyway, we've, we've learned a lot. We've been doing this for quite some time, and it's been you know a fun process for us to learn. But we'd really be uh, interested in helping other people. We've talked to a lot of podcasters, especially if you guys listen to MF Uncensored. We've been doing a lot of interviews with other podcasters. So if you guys are interested in uh, starting a podcast and want to get started, you can actually use our link our affiliate link to get a head start on it. And yeah, if you go to uh, www.podbean.com slash multiverse, you'll actually uh, have access to, I believe it's an unlimited hosting plan to start off. So uh, give that a try and you can always reach out to us. And we're always looking for more podcasts to add to the Misfit Faction. And we would love to have you guys. So that's podbean.com slash multiverse. If you guys are really looking for uh, to go bigger, you can also do uh, podbean.com slash pro slash multiverse. Well, that is really exciting. Mm-hmm. That is super fun. And that will take us in a lot of great and interesting directions with this podcast. And thank you for all of you out there who are listening to us actively on a regular basis because we love the support and we love the love. Speaking Ooh, of the support. Speaking of, let's continue with Paul. If any of you guys are also interested in becoming an official sponsor for any of our podcasts, a multiverse fan cast does not have an active sponsor besides Raise Energy, which we love Raise Energy. I had one before this. But... um. <laughs> 
MF Uncensored has had uh, sponsors. If you guys are interested in something like that, you can also go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash multiverse and learn a little bit more about how we do our sponsorships, how we get people involved. We also, unlike a lot of other podcasts, we don't only just promote on the show itself. We also promote on our website, on our Facebook. We do reviews. We do all sorts of things. You can also check out our very first book review on the MisfitFaction.com at the Misfit Corner. And that's Neil Getzlow's book, Unmasked. And whose review is that? I wrote that one. Wow, very yeah, nice. I wrote that one. Uh, very articulate, I may add. I, you know, I try. I actually do <laughs> thoroughly enjoy writing. It's just sitting down and actually doing yeah. it that just gets me. The process. Sometimes. Yeah, the process. But that, that, now I'm done with news. Well, that <laughs> is very exciting. And so we, when we come back after this commercial break, we'll start discussing some of our big stuff that is coming up in the new year and how excited we are for it. So let's take a quick commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Ray's Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. And we're back. Thanks for joining us. So today we're going to be talking about all the things that are coming out over the next year. And what I thought I would do is first I wanted to start off with starting in order the things that are not on my list. And I want to see if they are on your list for interesting things. So okay. now hold on. Disclaimer. Okay. Disclaimer. We are recording this on the 14th of January. Yes. Some of the things on this list have already started my, in the last which, week or two. Which so. is my very first thing on this list. That's fair. So just... Keep in mind that one or two of these things have started, yeah. but just we're still doing. It's our show; we can do whatever. It's, yeah, we want. it's twenty twenty two, so I mean, it's it's still new for this year, and yeah. most of it has only been an episode two, three at the most. Yeah. So, and if you don't like it, get your own podcast and use our affiliate link. <laughs> <laughs> so first, and this is not on my list, and I have to say this will ch- this would have changed if I had made this list before I'd seen it, and that's Peacemaker. So Peacemaker is out. The first three episodes have come out. They're on HBO Max. And it is not in my list of top 10 because I just, in watching the trailers, I was not, I was like, eh, you know, whatever. It didn't seem that interesting. I love James Gunn, but this just didn't seem like it was his vibe very much. They released three episodes. He literally wrote and directed it. How is it? (laughs) But it just didn't seem like his other stuff. Like even his older stuff, like Slither, it didn't even seem like it was, you know, it seemed too... John Cena-ish, if you know what I mean by that. It just seemed... He couldn't see it. Yeah. So they released the first three episodes. I've seen the first episode. Paul, you've seen the first episode, too. Ronnie, you have seen... I saw the, the light. credits. <laughs> He's seen trailers for it. Um, is this now on your list? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, well, I was excited to begin with about it, because anything DC... I'm I usually I'm a DC guy. I'm excited for DC You're stuff. You're down to DC. I am down to DC. My my number one just spoiler alert is a DC. My number two is a Marvel. So I bet you I can guess what those two are, but I'm not going to. That's yet. fair. Yeah, we'll get there. Because uh, I bet you they're my top two also. <gasps> yeah. So I'm, I was afraid that this episode was going to turn into Marvel vs. DC Part Three or Part Four. <laughs> whatever part it is. Twenty seven. Yeah. We should do that again this year. I think we should make yeah. that an annual thing. I, I, yeah. I think it should revive itself every year just because it changes so much. We should do a multiverse battle. Oh, see, I'm going to write this down. All Keep right. going. So you've seen Peacemaker. Thoughts on it? Having seen uh, it? having seen the first episode, I thought it was a, just a blast, a great time. I mm-hmm. think HBO Max is the perfect medium for it. I think it is 
just what their their channel needed. It's what Titans could have been, even though I do enjoy Titans. I, I think that Peacemaker is just, it is a wild ride. I watched it yesterday with my 13-year-old in the room, yes. which was made it a little deeply uncomfortable because there, I will say this is not a family Freedom. show. It is not a family show in the slightest. There were so many moments where it, and it wasn't even the sex scenes that were deeply uncomfortable. It was not deep. so many of the other things that were said or yeah, done. Yeah, we, we will not repeat some of the, that. It's very rare that we get a show or a movie where we have to be like, we can't say what was said. No, and, and I believe I'm going to be right writing a review on this show, but I don't know how yet. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, having seen the first episode now, I just can't wait to just sit down and watch the next two. So I think it would have been higher on my list if I made it after seeing the first episode. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. now, is that on your list? I mean, I got to get HBO Max first, but yes, I would say out of everything that is coming out, that would definitely be in my top 10. I don't know where exactly, but it's definitely... In the top 10 of, you know, all 30 million shows and the 9 to Mm -hmm. 10 movies that are coming out this year. Okay. So, next, not on my list. And now, what I'm doing is I'm going in the order that they're coming out this year that are things not on my list. So, I have next. These are things that Rob has no excitement for. No excitement for. Morbius. Yeah, we kind of figured that. Uh, If you've listened to any (laughs) of our episodes. I was going to say, I think that's... On all of our, oh yeah, I, you know what? I will, I will not lie. I am intrigued, not excited, yes. intrigued. That, I need to see what, this vampire train wreck. What intrigues you? Oh, so the fact that it could be a vampire train wreck. I think it's going to be a vampire train wreck. I was just say, if I made a top ten off of what I'm most intrigued to see, mm-hmm. this would make the top ten of intrigued to see. Just based on the fact that it's like we have these super low expectations, so I'm intrigued yeah. to see. If it goes above that, because I feel like it can't go below our expectations. We're already talking like a one or a two. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's why I would say top 10 most intriguing. And I guarantee we're all going to be there opening weekend. We'll probably all go together. Yeah. And we'll probably just like throw things at the screen. That's why it's coming out on April 1st, because it's an April Fool's (laughs) joke. I don't know. Like after the success of Spider-Man, I want to see if they changed anything, if they they Mm. revamped anything, no pun intended. You know, they had Andrew Garfield to it. That was a big rumor, Andrew Garfield. No, that was a serious big it rumor. It was a serious? Serious yeah. rumor. that but Everything's that. better with Andrew Garfield now, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so next on my list of non-interesting things, DC League of Super Pets coming out May 20th. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I love The Rock. I love Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah I love a, DC. I know. Yeah. You love Superman. So. I love pets. Who's, who's Superman? John Krasinski, right? I Is don't it? even know who's playing. Wow, you guys are terrible. I so just, I just know that, and it was said, I think, by Ronnie that it, it yeah. had the stink of the Secret Life of Pets to yep. it. And yep, ever since you said that, I'm like, oh my god, he's 100 <laughs> percent right. And yeah. I hated that movie so much. And I was so excited to go see that movie. I went yep. with like my family and my in law, my mother in law, oh, and everything. Oh no, Kevin uh, Keanu Reeves is in it. Oh no. Oh, he's so yeah. precious. See, that's the thing. They have a lot of Who is... names tied to I it. Know. Who is he playing? Uh, that's a great question. All right. The cast is Dwayne Johnson as Crypto, which, again, on again. paper sounds great. Kevin Hart is Ace. Vanessa Bayer as PB, a pig. <laughs> Natasha Leone as Merton. I love her. I do, too. Diego Luna as Chip. 
Love Diego Luna. John Krasinski as Superman. Okay. Yeah. Mark Marin as Lex Luthor. Okay. Additionally, Kate McKinnon, Keanu Reeves, Tom, Thomas Middlevich, oh. Ben Schwartz, and Jamila Jamil have I, been cast in undisclosed I roles. I think they just throw a lot of money at these people and say, yeah. hey, we'll, we'll use your voice. And they figure, all right, I can show up for like three days of voice you yeah. know, stuff and, and get paid all this money. I would do it too. I don't blame them. Oh, I, I don't either. I think this is going to bring in all the money. I, I, you know, because you're going to yeah. get all the families going because it's, ooh, it's, you know, pets, it's cute and everything. So you're going to get a lot of families going to the movies to go see yeah. this. Um, it, it's not going to be good. I mean, I'm hoping it's good. I, I don't know. We've, we've been pleasantly surprised by things like this before. Yeah. I just, I don't want to see it. It yeah. uh, is it is it's not the same studio that does Illumination and Despicable Me and Sing and all that stuff. Uh, again, you guys are asking a lot of questions <laughs> that nobody was prepared for. Lots yeah, right? of questions. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same ones that did Secret Life of Pets though, because it has the same look. It and does, feel to but it. I'm not Warner Animation yeah. Group. No, so oh, it has so nothing no, to do yeah. with them. Because I have to say, like, and well, maybe the fact that it has that same look to it is what pull pull people in. Because like right yeah. now, Sing Two is pulling in big bucks. Yes. And I had no desire to see that, but mm-hmm. they they've got a corner of the market there. Yeah. All right. So next on my list, you're going to be shocked at my next thing here. Uh-oh. The next thing on my list that I am not that excited about, The Boys season three. What? Yeah, I gotta say, the now get I, out of my house. I'm not <laughs> saying that I don't enjoy The Boys. I mm-hmm. do. I love them. But it's never. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, I guess I should sit down and watch it. And then when I'm watching it, I have a blast. I have a good time. But sometimes it's so deeply uncomfortable watching the boys because of the darkness that mm-hmm. they plumb. That I it it doesn't. It's not that enjoyable. I want to point out that I did not know that plumb could be used as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, see I, we're learning things today. I would also I like to point out that I learned what a verb is this week, and I'm really excited I got to use it. <laughs> but. The the boys, uh, see, I love the boys, so that's that's in my top five for okay. this year, right? Yeah, I figured. You know, and like, I don't, I don't knock it. Yeah, I'm going through the list that I have here of TV shows. That last one looks like a winner. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's a big wiener, but <laughs> I played with the list. <laughs> yeah. See, this is probably up there. This is probably my second or third. TV show, the boys, yeah. the, uh, on this list that I have here. Now, is that because of Jansen Ackles? Partially, because I will say that bumps it up for me significantly. And, yeah. and Jensen Ackles and too. Jensen. <laughs> Sorry. I knew, what he, I knew what he meant. That's Jensen, why I was going Jansen, with it. Jensen, Jensen. Yeah, that definitely increases it because again, if you all don't know, we are all big Supernatural fans, very much, which is where most people got probably introduced to who Jensen Ackles is. Um, and his brother Jansen. Yeah, and his brother Jansen. Um, but and then also just I love the show. Mm-hmm. You know, the first two seasons were really good, but we'll see. So, Paul, you're interested in your. This is in your top group too. The, uh, I I love the boys. I I love the the ramifications of real life superpowers because everybody thinks it'd be like the coolest thing. But I I love the boys. I I find it to be entertaining and also for me it's it's TV. Like yeah. I, I can always disconnect. I'm not one of those people that's like. You know, it, it it's so dark and scary, and now my life is is so dark and scary. But it's it's true though. A lot of people have trouble disconnecting, yeah. and I've oh, yeah. always I'm I it's fantasy for me, and I oh, and yeah. I enjoy seeing different facets of it because I I'm fascinated by the entire study. Like I can do a whole episode on just 
superpowers in real life. I can, I, maybe I'll write an article. Who knows? I can do whatever I want. All right. I yes, mo- you can. I moderate all this stuff. I um, believe in you. Thanks, man. No, I, I watch some of the darker stuff, and I have an existential crisis as a result. That happens. Like, it's just, <laughs> I am excited for it because, first of all, Lauren is going to, my wife, is going to join me in watching The Boys this year mm-hmm. because of Jensen Ackles, of course. <laughs> so I am excited to watch it with her, but it's one of those things where it's like, I'll be excited when it's here, but looking forward to it. You know, if you told me the boys got delayed from June 3rd to August, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Next on my list, which you probably won't be shocked to find out that it's not on my top at all, is Black Adam. Really? I thought you were going to say Aquaman. That's coming up. Hey, we be quiet <laughs> we're going in order of things coming out. So Black Adam is coming out July 29th right now. I'm sure I'll, I'll I know I'll see it. I'm mm-hmm. sure when I see it, I'll be like, I'll, I'll be as excited as I was for Shazam, which is reasonable, but it's not something I'm terribly looking forward to. You, I'm very excited for it. Okay, is it in your top five? I think it's it's, it's borderline right there, but I'm excited because a I, again, I like Dwayne Johnson. It sometimes it's hard to differentiate Dwayne Johnson from the character he's playing because he's very Dwayne Johnson, just like John Cena right. and, as Peacemaker. But this movie's been long in the making. It's it's got a lot of passion behind it, a lot of uh, grit behind it. He looks fantastic mm-hmm. as Black Adam. Um, also for me, you got the justice society of America being introduced and we'll, we'll see DC is such a mess right now. It's, it's so hard to get excited about. It's hard to get excited about DC products because the well, DC EU is just the, the biggest of messes. All these timelines. I can't keep track. It's not even timelines for the DC EU. <laughs> it's just, what are we, what are, it's no plan, yeah. a yeah. severe lack of a plan. Right, Ronnie, yeah. I'm going to agree with Paul. You know, I'm, I'm excited for it, but there's just we don't know anything about it, you know. So like a lot of these movies that we have, we don't know really anything about them. So it's hard to have excitement for them other than the name. Yeah. You know, like Black Adam. We have not seen Black Adam yet. We have not had a mention of him. Right. So it's gonna be interesting to kind of see him. Yes. And then again, it's The Rock. It's Dwayne Johnson. Okay. You know. I want to talk about that for a second because here's my big concern. The Rock has never... I love him. I absolutely do, and I'm always rooting for him. What great movie, though, has he really been in? Jumanji. <laughs> now, I wouldn't say there's... It's a, not that great. Th- there's no it great It was so much movies. better than it was supposed to be. Yeah, but it's... Yeah. Agreed. See, there's no great movies that he's right. in. Yeah, he's they're, in... They're all above average mm-hmm. to good movies. You know, one of my favorites that he's done is Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart. Right. You know, but he did a movie with Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's got a you know, and then he's got flops. Yeah, like like Rampage, Rampage, uh, Fast and all the Fast and Furious skyscraper. Like he's got a lot of flops, but it's also I think people keep putting him in movies because they know he's he's bringing in a hundred million for that, elevating the material and the the proceeds. Yeah, he he does better when he's in more of a comedic role yeah. like paul said jumanji you know i said central intelligence and then when he's more of like an action yeah. you know like he's used to it from wrestling right you now know, i but... didn't see jungle cruise i heard it was very good yeah you, did you see it no i, I okay. saw it I, I, you saw it i did see it yes. any good i would say it's worth the watch it's not gonna blow you away yeah. or anything like that, but it's definitely worth the watch. Timmy watched it and he said it was it was just okay. Yeah. I am one of the only people that will ever defend the movie Baywatch. It was so bad, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. So next on my list is the movie Samaritan. 
What are your thoughts about this movie, Ronnie? What? <laughs> like like the Good Samaritan? No, nah, you beat me to it. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll start with Paul then instead. Paul, what are your thoughts? I'm not really that interested. <laughs> now, I'm saying no one this is. because neither one of them have heard of this movie, and I have to admit, I hadn't heard of it ye- until yesterday either. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the movie Samaritan. It is coming out August 26th. It is starring Sylvester Stallone. Here's the plot synopsis. A young boy yes. comes to the real... I did a know this one. A young boy yeah. learns yeah. that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may, in fact, still be around. Yes. And, no, I and just it, looked it up, and then I was like, okay. yeah, okay, now, I've seen stuff. I it, think it, the, tra- the trailer just came out for it, I think. It, 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 I, didn't, mm-hmm. it, I know it's not listed on IMDb yet, and I will tell you, it's already rated PG-13, which means that the movie is finished. Mm-hmm. And it's existing now. Here's the problem with it: it's coming out on August 26th. Well, it was supposed to come out last year. Okay. The problem now. I don't know if you're familiar at all with that. Last weekend in August, it's a worst weekend. Yeah, it's a dumping ground for yeah. studios where they just throw things out there in hopes that someone will watch it, but mm-hmm. they know they have no faith in it whatsoever. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of for what I know about this movie. I mean, you got. Sylvester Stallone, and that's about and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, he's producing it as well, so he's just kind of trying to make some money, I guess. I'm already getting a Zoom Academy for Superheroes vibes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, that movie was terrible. I'm distributed it. by Universal internationally, at least. I gotta say, I'll be surprised if it even goes to theaters. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if that's why we haven't yeah. seen a trailer or anything because they're. I mean. It's being distributed in the U.S. by United Artists Releasing. So basically, it's most likely going straight to like streaming David or Hasselhoff. TV or He's something. huge in Europe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, All right, next I have coming out October 7th. It is not on my list, but that doesn't mean I'm not looking forward to it at all. Is Spider-Man Across the Universe. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse, part, part one. one. Wait, you're not excited about that? I am, but oh. it's not on my list. I have other things I'm more excited for. Paul's like, that's my top Marvel. That's, that's my number two. That's your number two? I am so excited for it. Whoa. Yeah. Tell me why. Because he's a Spider-Man geek. I am. Spider-Man is one of my top superheroes yeah. he's like, your of jam. all time. Yeah. Um, I think he is number two, three of my top five superheroes. I'd have wow. to go back and listen. It's a spider Jam. Yeah. I, I, I am a big Spider-Man fan. I grew up on Spider-Man and I was blown away by Spider-Verse. We still haven't done an episode for it. When this movie comes yeah, out, we'll, we'll probably. Yeah. Really, We'll do a, a retro. It's funny when our retros of the like the movie before the sequel come out and they do better than the sequel I episodes. Know. Yeah, like our Kingsman episode, which you guys should all listen to. Our the new one has less listens than the first, than the original one. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. But I am such a big Spider-Man fan. I, I'm a little nervous just because the the tr- the teaser, quote unquote, or you know, trailer, yeah. whatever you want to call it, came out, and the animation style gets jarringly different. And yeah. I was a little annoyed because they show Spider-Man 2099, who I was right. a big fan of. If you were a 90s kid, the 2099 series was the, was the jam. Yeah. I, I almost said the not. You know, the word I can't say anymore. <laughs> it was the schnoz. The schnoz, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really, I'm excited for it. I really am. All right. Uh, this is in my top 10, but I don't know. It's like towards the bottom of my top 10. Okay. You know, like I just think there's a lot of other things that I'm more excited for than this. But like Paul said, that, that animation style is what's oh, yeah. knocking it down for me. Knocking it down. You yeah. Mean when it gets all crazy at the end there? When yeah. it shifts, when he goes to the future. Yeah. Okay. But then again, I said the same thing about the first one where I was like, right. I don't like the animation style. Yeah. See, I loved that. 
I, I until I, I actually saw the movie, okay. I didn't like it. See, I I was the opposite where I didn't like it until I saw the movie. That's what I'm saying. I, oh, okay. For the first one, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Then when I, I saw, did not like it, and then I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, I liked this. Yes, yeah. then it's uh, agreed. I I'm hoping that that craziness is just a few moments in the movie, or yeah. maybe it's just a trailer thing. Maybe, maybe. So. Now Paul's going to be really annoyed at me with this next one, November fourth, The Flash. That's I not, not excited in the slightest. You know, I'm bringing back Michael Keaton, Supergirl. It's fine. It's fine. You know, I wouldn't be excited. Either. I think because I've <laughs> been burned by DC so many times in the past for any kind of hype that has come up that I don't want to get excited because it's just I'm. Well, you know, see, your age. See, I'm ex- I'm excited for this. You know, a guy turns another yeah, year. Yeah, and right? everyone. <laughs> but I'm excited for this just due to the fact that it's coming later in the year, so they can. They have Batman at the beginning, right? And then they can see how the reception is from that and make any tweaks to to mm. the Flash. So I I have high expectations for the Flash, and it's definitely in my top ten. Okay. December sixteenth, again, not in my top ten. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. The first movie for me. I had a decent time watching it, but in retrospect, it is goofy as f. Mm-hmm. I am sorry, it is not. It is corny and cheesy, and I'm not a fan. Because you know, Marvel never does corny and cheesy. And I will call them out when, when I they think do. it's corny and cheesy. <laughs> and we will promote that episode. Oh when yes, it happens. yes. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. This yeah. is not my top ten. Not in your wheelhouse. No, no, it's not. I mean. Did I enjoy the first one? Yeah. I would say you enjoyed Aquaman. But I don't know. There's just nothing that really excites me. Again, just to... I think Jason Momoa's perfect casting for Aquaman. So that's that's the only... Like, getting me to See, be somewhat excited. For me, that's the opposite. Because yeah. his... his I like Jason Momoa, but his dude bro Aquaman is not doing it for me at all. Because I, I saw him in Dune, and he was mm-hmm. wonderful in Dune. Yeah. He was excellent. But I, my man, you know, no, I can't do it. Paul? I, I just really don't want to talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, This is in your top ten? Between I, TV I, and movies? I'm, exci- I'm excited for Aquaman. I didn't actually make a top ten. We, let's just establish this. I didn't do any of the research today. <laughs> I know all these movies coming out. I know what I'm excited for. But uh, we were supposed to do top five, and now suddenly we're doing top ten because Rob. Oh, we got to cover everything that's coming out. I'm host. Yes, we do. <laughs> I, I can press so the stop c- button. Continue with Aquaman. I'm excited for it. I fi- I found that they they found a nice balance for the Aquaman movie of the dark and the the goofy and the fun. Mm-hmm. They they were able to translate a costume that, in all honesty, should not have been able to be translated. Mm-hmm. Both Fair. N- not only just with Aquaman, but also Ocean Master. Fair point. It was for me. It was one of the better blendings of the two because, unfortunately, you know, you look at. Joss Whedon's Justice League, and they tried to go too goofy, oh, and yeah. they went too yeah. far. Aquaman strikes a better balance for me, so I'm excited for a sequel where because Aqu- uh, the the original Aquaman starts off pretty dark with the pirates and him leaving the mm-hmm. guy to die. Like, oh yeah, yeah. it is you know it w- and like he, it's a brutal fight scene and it's right. fantastically done. And there's the trench. Yeah, the trench mm-hmm. is a scary scene, like right. to the point where it was so popular with audiences that they they contemplated doing a movie about it yeah. until DC shakeup. But for me, Aquaman and like it reminds me of Shazam, where they found a better balance between mm-hmm. the 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 gritty darkness of DC and the more fun, lighthearted mm-hmm. aspects of it too. So then, the final thing I have here, well, almost that's not on my list, is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
It's coming out in December. It doesn't feel uh, James Gunn enough. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Call Detecting back. a note of uh, sarcasm there. So it Irony. is. I think it's just so far off that I can't think of it. And also knowing that, you know, think, with shades of the Star Wars holiday special, I know, you know, you just, I won't spoil anything, but I know you just spoke to somebody that was kind of connected with that a little bit. Oh, you could say it. We oh, we are allowed to say that? Yeah, okay, I wasn't sure. That's yeah, no uh, secret. I, I interviewed uh, Bruce Falange, who was one of the writers of it. That interview is going to come out, I think, mid-February. Okay. I wasn't sure if we were holding <laughs> on to that info or not. No. But, no. Uh, and no, the fun Check it out. Knowing how awful the Star Wars holiday special is, I'm afraid they're going to try and mirror it a little too much. As long as Groot doesn't talk like the Wookiees talking For that thing. 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, again. Yeah, see, I didn't even put that on this list because I just don't count it as anything. Oh, yeah. Because okay. what, what is it? Well, I think that's the thing is we don't know. You yeah. know, it's in the title. It's a, it's a holiday special. But like, is it a movie? Is it a TV? Like we a one-off know. TV yeah, it show? Could, it could be a series. Ha- like it could be yeah. a half-hour thing. It could be a full movie. Yeah. I have no idea. So, um, following in that same uh, vein, here is I am putting this at the end because there is no official date for this. The show I Am Groot. Mm. Oh yeah. I don't know how they could do that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe once we get closer, it, we'll figure it out. And then also, again, another thing that's not on my list that could be on my list once I see something from it is Batgirl. Oh, mm. yeah. No. Yeah. So, you know, we know Michael Keaton's in it. And also Commissioner Gordon. Oh, right. J.K. Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. So it is part of the DCEU question marks. <laughs> Maybe. Nobody knows. We'll see All what right. happens after Flash. Yeah. So now I get to my top 10, which I have one that's just, you'll understand why in a minute, why it's just shy of my top 10, but it's kind of in the top 10. So I put it as 10.5. Basically, this episode <laughs> is just going to be called Rob's 10.5. No, it's 11. And, and I will tell you, it's something that is not on anyone's radar, but it is for me because I have a personal connection to it, is the cartoon Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know too much about this. Nope. But in it, it's... I, uh, you could look it up yourself, but it, uh, the reason I have a connection to it is because it was one of the very first things, comic book-wise, that Timmy ever read, and he was so into Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and he wa- he was so excited every month, you know, or every like couple months when the new issue would come to our house, so I'm really excited for it. It looks like a goofy, kind of cartoony, kind of maybe even Teen Titans Go, but for younger kids, so... All right. I hate Teen Titans Go. Here we go. <laughs> Ready? Drum roll. Number 10. Coming out November 11th, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That's your number 10? Wow. That's my that, number I, that I is... thought that was going to be higher for you, to be honest. I, I think, think with more information, maybe. Yes. yes. Uh, agreed. I don't have enough. Because we don't even know who's the, the protagonist. You know, Yeah. Bat- we don't know anything. No. Batman. <laughs> you know, we think maybe... What's Shuri. Her name? Shuri. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's definitely in my top 10. It's higher than 10. But again, that's just based off of name because that's all yeah. we have, you know. So uh, it's definitely one that I'm excited for. And most, and one of the ones I'm intrigued about just to see who's going to, if at all, take up the mantle of Black Panther. Right. Batman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, number 10? I didn't do well, this. No, no. I mean, how do you feel about... Uh... I, I'm excited for it. It's going to be uh, a fun time. Well, fun time's a weird way, but it's always I, I've grown to appreciate Black Panther more and more, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And we'll do we'll eventually do a whole episode on the Marvel formula and how 
even though even when they do things that are new and fresh, they still have to hit their their check marks. Right. Pit, what was it? What's the series that I watched? Pitch meetings. They did one for Shang Chi. Oh yes. And at the end, they they're like going through their checklist. Oh, they're yeah. like, you know, does he take off his shirt for a gratuitous <laughs> six pack shot? <laughs> yeah. Can we do a CG fi- CGI fight at the end that's colorful yet somehow dull at the same time? I saw that one too. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. things like that. You know, Marvel Marvel movies always excite me. They're always a guaranteed you know good time. But yeah, there are some paint by numbers that is going on yes. there. Yes. Yeah. I am excited for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And I think this is the main reason it's in my top 10 is Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. I, he's an amazing director. I loved Fruitvale Station. Yes. Um, I never, oh, I did see Creed. That's right. And it was way better than I thought it was mm-hmm. going yes. to be. Crazy good time. Um, that it, good it was way better than I had any expectations for yep. at all. So I know it's in good hands with him. And so that's, I'm excited because of Ryan Coogler. Okay. Yep. I agree. Okay. Number nine, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Now here's, hold on. All right. <laughs> Follow my logic here. Ready? Here are the people that are involved in it. Me. Okay. Of course, we know Sam Jackson. Yep. We know Ben Mendelsohn, who played uh, Talos. Mm-hmm. Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Now I know you guys aren't Game of Thrones people, but that is. I've seen some Amelia Clark fans. You've seen some scenes. of Amelia I've Clark. Seen some of her <laughs> I've seen some of her scenes. I've seen some of Amelia Clark. <laughs> the parts that aren't on. Network television. I've seen some scenes. And Olivia Coleman, who I'm a big fan of too, and she always puts in reliable work. Now, I don't know what she's going to be doing in it. I, I just saw her the other day in a Netflix film called The Lost Daughter, which was Did a- Did they find her? Spoilers. So Olivia <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and I know it's in good hands with that group. So I, I know nothing about it other than you know what's in the comics, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just seeing those four names, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so on board. I am worried that so for those of you guys who don't know, Secret Invasion was a story in the comics where the, uh, the Skrulls, Skrulls, the Skrulls invade Earth and they take over the mantles of some of the most famous heroes and it turns into a whole big thing. This is Secret Invasion, not Secret Wars. A lot right. of people get them confused. Mm-hmm. Secret Wars is the the superheroes for supervillains, where Spider Man got his first uh, got the black suit and all that. But Secret Invasion, they they backtracked on with Captain Marvel by making it the twist, like the Mandarin, where the, the Skrulls actually weren't bad guys, and they weren't here to do these things. And Nick Fury's been working with them at the end of uh, Spider-Man. I am afraid that they are going to be like, well, let's please the fanboys and backtrack on all of that and make the Skrulls actually the bad guys Gonna again. gaslight us, aren't they? So yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's my concern with it. Also, as much as I love Sam Jackson, he he's definitely starting to really like show his age with all this stuff. And... You know, it's like watching him fight in Captain Marvel. Those, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Those scenes are rough. Seeing him run. Yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. great Anything. in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Right. Like, yes. he, was, he was great, but that's only because he was the background spy character. Yeah. Seeing a de-aged Sam Jackson in Captain Marvel trying to do de-aged stuff didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest with you, with Secret Invasion. Just, it's falling underneath those things of... We don't know anything, so it's in a way hard to get excited just based off of the name. Like Paul was saying, you know, we've basically that storyline can't happen in the MCU. So this has to be something that's not connected, but is still connected because you have Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. So it's like it's just gonna be a little yeah. confusing to see how they do it. You know, maybe it's a different part of the multiverse or what they decide to do but we'll see i guess all right below that number eight which is we don't have a date on that yet oh we also i should say we don't don't have a date on secret invasion either Mm -hmm. uh number eight moon knight now 
I mm-hmm. I'm excited for it because of the actors again, Oscar Isaacs and Ethan Hawke, yes. and I think it's going to be a, a a great show. I'm worried that it's going to be too Batman derivative though. Well, because Moon Knight is yeah. Yeah, Marvel's is. Batman, yeah, just crazier if that's yeah. possible. Is in what way? I don't know enough. He has a dissociative identity disorder. Oh right. So right. he's like, I don't want to say I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody who actually suffers from something, but he he has. Real like other mental issues. So basically, as as many mental issues as Batman has, mm-hmm. Moon Knight has different ones. They're okay. they're both very unstable though, and they're very notorious for their levels of violence at night. And he's rich. And he's rich. And he's rich, rich, which helps a little. Yeah, rich and no parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect fu- formula, isn't it? Mm. You know. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I wouldn't know. I I, I am excited for mm-hmm. it. You know, as a I do love me. Bat, some Batman, so I mean, basically, you're having the you know the Marvel basic right. of uh, Batman. So I'm intrigued um, to see where it goes, but also <laughs> what I'm, I'm sensing derision. Hey, you had your turn to speak. I didn't say my th- I didn't say my thoughts. I gave an explanation. Yeah, but you're kind well, of. Anyway, I, I will. I will. You're throwing yeah, right? shade. No, I, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I'm just. Curious to see, is it going to connect to the MCU in any way? Now, having coming off of the high that Hawkeye was for us, Mm -hmm. do you think that, does that give you more faith in Moon Knight? No. I'll let you answer that first, and then Paul's got a lot to say. I don't know, to be honest with you, because... We, we've had misses. Like, to me, Loki was a miss. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Falcon and Warrior Soldier was a hit. Hawkeye was a hit, depending on who you right. talk to. You know, WandaVision was a hit. Some people right. didn't like it. So, I mean. And then there's I, what if. And then there's what <laughs> if that we don't speak of. Yeah. You know, so it's like they've had two misses and three hits, you could say. So, I mean, they're slightly doing above average so i mean we'll see how it does my concern is moon knight is a very netflix appropriate property like daredevil like daredevil Mm -hmm. marvel as much as we do love marvel and i'm not a marvel hater by any stretch of the imagination but i like to be objective too same thing with dc i'll I'll be objective about dc and and talk about their their flaws the problem is on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, the same streaming service that brings you things like Mighty warning, Ducks. yeah, <laughs> warning. This is a product of its times. It should not be taken. Like the problem is, you got Moon Knight, who is Daredevil levels of brutality, even more so. Like him, and he's more like the Punisher. Mm-hmm. They're gonna play. They can only go so far on Disney Plus, and they've proven that. Even with Kingpin, as much as we love seeing Kingpin on Hawkeye, he was still. I don't want to say goofy, but like. He wasn't the same. It didn't feel the same. And, yeah. you know, like, they, there's talk about, you know, Batman just became an, a PG-13 movie. Right. They, they officially rated it, which we've we seen the trailers. We're like, can they do that? Like, yeah. say what you will about Ben Affleck's Batman, but he was what Batman would be. And yeah. I should point out that the director's version of that the one Batman with Batman, yeah, is it R. Is. It is R, yeah. and that's the warehouse scene is different in that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more blood. Yep. I hate to say it, it's more realistic. Yeah. You know, everybody loves the Dark Knight Returns, the comic book, and Batman's vicious in it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I that's the one problem that I have, especially with DC, where they they've done it a little bit better in DC, where each character feels a little bit different. 
the Marvel characters, they all kind of follow. Like, it wasn't until Spider-Man No Way Home, mild spoilers, but where Tom Holland's Spider-Man finally got brutal. Yeah. And there's some brutal fight scenes in that movie. So that's my concern with Moon Knight, that they're still... There's still a very PG to PG-13 streaming service and okay. property. So next on my list here is one that I think... I don't know if we need to talk much about it, because I th- don't know if there's much to say about it, but I think we'll all agree that we're excited for this. Thor Love and Thunder. I'm not excited for it. I'm just kidding. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lie. I know. Half. That's my number um, three. Really there quick, you. just going... That's your number three. That's my number three. Oh, really quick, going through the list of people that are in this. First of all, of course, you've got you know Valkyrie and Thor... Peter Quill is on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Yep. You've got, of course, Korg. You have Nebula is going to be in it. Uh, of course, Jane Foster, who is doing... What is her official... Lady Thor. Lady it Thor. is Lady Thor. I didn't want to sound ignorant by saying that. <laughs> the Mighty uh, Thor, I think she's also been called. Okay. You have Russell Crowe as Zeus. Luke Hemsworth. <laughs> it's going to be it. Just the fact that he's in it. Sean Gunn as Kraglin. So, yeah. like, this is, like, really a big ensemble. Which I'm fine with. It works for uh, Thor Ragnarok. Right. I mean, well, look at Did you, you say Matt Damon? Matt Damon! He's going to be in it. And Matt Damon will be in it and again. Matt, and yeah. Matt Damon. And Matt Damon. I, I find that Thor is one of the perfect examples of... Because you watch these MCU movies especially, and you're like, why isn't so-and-so helping? Right. Like, we, we <clears> complains <throat> about Spider-Man No Way Home and Hawkeye, where it feels like the last scene should have really correlated with, with yeah. each other. Yeah. Like, and we were so hyped for it. Even after seeing such an amazing movie, we were still like, oh, is yeah. he going to help him? <laughs> and I think the last Thor movie was indicative of how a, a director can juggle multiple different things going on. Yeah, at just once. like Civil War. Yeah. Um, and Taika Waititi is, you know, he's an amazing director. He's done so many great things. And and he's coming off of, you know, being in the Academy Awards, too, for his piece with... Oh, yeah. thank you, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm sure we're all excited about that one. Yes. And number six... The Sandman. I'm excited for. I'm I'm mildly excited for it. it it's my. I like the Sandman comics. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, they, it's where Lucifer from the Netflix show right. got his his start, his origin. So we're gonna see. You know, the more comic accurate. Because as much as we love the Lucifer Netflix show, you can also listen to our episode on that. That's in our archives. <laughs> as much as we loved it, it is not an accurate depiction of Lucifer the character. Not in the slightest. So it it'll be interesting to see because just the it, fact that he owns a nightclub. That's about it. Called Lux. Yep. Yep. Isn't he supposed to be blonde? They make fun of that in the show, that he's supposed to be blonde. Any thoughts on Sandman? I'm not even, no, that, I, not I even mean, that tired. No, I. this is nowhere near on my list, okay. to be honest with you. I, I. There's nothing that comes to me for it. Like You guys have both watched Lucifer. Right. I've not watched it. So it's like I have n- no desire. No right, dog in this. the fight. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've, I've read, I think, all of the Sandman comics. And they're so esoteric and so out there that I don't see how it could possibly be adapted. So that's why I'm, it's more of a curiosity factor for me. Like, even if it's terrible, at least they tried. So, mm-hmm. all right. Number, here we go. Top five. Umbrella Academy Season 3. I am a huge Umbrella Academy fan. I cannot wait for the Sparrows, which is the f- the, the, alternate. Uh, the alternate Umbrella Academy that they're coming in. And I've seen they just released posters for their characters, and they're hysterical. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they, Umbrella Academy is one of the most consistently funny shows that is on television that can mix action and comedy. Any Umbrella Academy feelings, Ronnie? No, I tried watching season one, and I just couldn't. 
Couldn't get so that. I, I mean, I have again. It's one of those things that what what turned you off? I just there was just nothing that made me want to sit down and watch it. You know, I was watching it just there at times. I was finding myself watching it and then going like on my phone and being yeah. like, "Wait, what happened?" <laughs> you know, like I I just just could not connect at all with it. Okay. I liked seasons one and two. I really did enjoy them. I think that the only thing that's not making me excited about it is Netflix is killing us with these long breaks in between the shows. It is it is really hard. To, even The Witcher, which we loved. I love season two of The Witcher. I think I even mentioned it during that episode. I was like, it was two years between seasons. like, yeah. And just to get eight episodes. Yeah. So for me, like... I, I'm much more of a watch an episode every year. Watch you know my shows episode by episode. I can't binge watch. I'm not a binge watcher. I think maybe when the trailer comes out, I'll get excited. But why do you think there's such time in between for Netflix? Is it COVID or is COVID it- was a big factor? It definitely slowed down production on everything, mm-hmm. TV shows included. I think the problem is Netflix doesn't have a time limit to put their shows out. That's true. Channels like, like the CW had to put out everything for its next season. They they have to like that's part of you know their advertising. That's how they make money. So for me, I, for a lot of those shows, and you can see that they were filmed COVID style, where a yeah. lot of actors don't even share the screen together, yeah. much less you know a, mm-hmm. you know anything else. So Netflix and the streaming services are able to all right. Well, we're just going to release it whenever people are still paying monthly for right. us, and I think that's their biggest issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, or if you look at Stranger Things, which is, I don't even remember. remember. Yeah, it's it's been. <laughs> I couldn't even do words. Yeah. <laughs> Edit. I I wonder. Nope. Yeah, I wonder why there's so much. I think because see, here's the thing. I I and we were actually just talking off air before this about you know ranking our sort of streaming services, and we all kind of put Netflix a little bit low on our stream required it used to streaming. Be the streaming. Yeah. yeah, I think because you know in any given month there's like one good thing and then thirty rom coms. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really, you yeah. know, translate. All right, number four, Ms. Marvel, which I'm sure is not at all on your list at all. I I understand the appeal of Camilla Khan and you know Miss Marvel as a character. Mm-hmm. I think I was just so turned off by the Captain Marvel movie, which is yeah. it's wildly okay. I I don't disagree with you. Mm-hmm. So like, it's hard for me to get excited, especially about a sidekick or a side character of a character who I didn't like to begin with. Right. Yeah. So. Captain Marvel, the movie was okay, and it had a lot of enjoyable parts, but then Captain Marvel herself just became very unlikable. Yeah. In Avengers Endgame, I'm kind of like, why is she being so... And then, you know, they they Superman her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of shocks me a little bit, too, because Brie Larson is such a reliable actress. And oh, yeah. She's, uh, she's done so yeah. many great things and, and can project, you know, empathy, but it does come across as kind of cold at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the only thing that's kind of working for this show is the fact that it's going to kind of sort of set up the Marvels. Mm-hmm. That's, that's about it. You know, like I, there's, it's not on my list uh, to be honest with you. A lot of the Disney plus shows are like either mm-hmm. bottom of my top 10 or not even. All right. So now I'm going to make you guess what's in my top three. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say your top three involves the Batman. Yes. Doctor Strange. Yes. And you're two out of two out of three. Which are those? Your... And then She Hulk. Wow, you got them. Wow, well done, <laughs> well done. I, to rank them, ready? Yeah. Doctor Strange is your top. Yep. Batman. Yep. And then She Hulk. Wow, he nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> She Hulk is my number three because Tatiana Maslany is just amazing, and to have a legal drama mm-hmm. comedy, I'm hoping brings in Matt Murdock. 
I think it will. There are a lot of there's a lot of things like theories floating around about Matt Murdock to to introduce spoilers to introduce <laughs> him in Spider-Man No Way Home and Kingpin basically the same week into yeah. the MCU proper. A lot of theories, a lot of things are, mm-hmm. are are flown around. I have no problem with those characters being ancillary characters in other products. Mm-hmm. Yes. Matt Murdock and Daredevil are a perfect example. Put yeah. him in a Spider-Man movie, put him in the She-Hulk TV show. I'm just acknowledge that he's lives next door to them. Yeah, I told you I'm an excellent lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> my my fear for She-Hulk is the same reason that, you know, when we did our character study on the Hulk, how much they for lack of a better term, neutered the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And and really again, that and that's the Marvel challenge where yeah. you know, you watch the Incredible Hulk where he is that that is the better as much as I love the Hulk and some of the other things, the Incredible Hulk is the best representation of the actual mm-hmm. Hulk. Yeah. All right, knife fight me on this one, ready? Doctor Strange is more exciting than the Batman. Why are we going to knife fight about I, that? I think I'll, that's a legitimate statement. Oh, really? You would agree yeah, with that? I, I would agree with it. However, I think I'm more excited for the Batman. Why? I think just it, it's, it seems like it to be a fresh take on Batman, one that we haven't seen in anything so far. Mm-hmm. And hopefully with it, it kind of kickstarts DC in the right path, which I feel like is a strong possibility, especially since it's on probably all of ours top yeah. someone, one between three possibly for all of us, I'm assuming. Well, obviously Matt, we know for Rob, but... Matt Reeves direct, is directing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I mean, he's obviously legitimate, and mm-hmm. we can rely on him, and he's going to do a great job with it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, I just, for the Batman, it's another Batman. Yeah. Like, how many Batmans have we had in the past 20 years? So I don't know. How many Spider-Man have we had? And we all kind of enjoyed oh, I'm that not one. disagreeing with you on that one. Um, so, it, it's interesting you say that, because Doctor Strange is actually, I think, my number four. Wow. And I, and I will explain, a simple explanation. Oh, please do. We have been lied to about this multiverse stuff now more than once. Mm-hmm. And we have gotten very excited for this multiverse stuff more than once. Loki was one of my biggest disappointments because they promised us this multiverse mm-hmm. stuff. Then they saved it for the last two episodes and it had nothing to do with the show. Yeah. yeah. It was another Marvel. Look what we're setting up in another movie. Mm-hmm. except it was the ending credits like the last scene <laughs> yeah. so for me it, it's weird because like as a dc fan dc tackled the multiverse years ago they yeah. started with the flash mm-hmm. and they did a great job on the flash it, it got goofy and overcomplicated and they had to do their crisis but like they they were not afraid to tackle that on dc and bring in older properties marvel mm-hmm. is really it's weird dc as as messy as they are a lot of things they are very early to the gate to yeah. First female-led superhero yep. movie, and I hate to say it, Wonder Woman was better than Black Widow movie-wise. Right. Oh, agreed. Yes, you know. Well, also, you know, they've got LGBTQ characters with like Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. They've been mm-hmm. very ahead of the curve, but yeah. DC, which is strange considering how Marvel, when they first came out, was like, look at our very relatable characters. Yeah, and they were all white men. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> rela- relatable characters in terms of like Peter Parker was a broke uh, yeah. college kid, yeah. like who just happened to be a superhero, and he had to find that balance. Yeah. You know, DC was, I always say DC has gods, Marvel has superheroes. Yeah. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a difference in just the way that they write and the way that they're portrayed. So, for me, I don't want to get too excited about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, especially with all the rumors going around. It's like, oh, with the reshoots? Not even reshoots. I don't mind reshoots. Okay. Reshoots, and we've said this in more than one episode, that reshoots are not indicative that a movie right. is going to be bad. It mm-hmm. is something with the test audiences, maybe something wrong with in the initial production that they didn't notice. 
or something happened like a lot of rumors spider-man no way home was so successful that they want to do other yeah, things but, with it mm-hmm. the biggest like there are rumors that ben affleck's gonna reprise his role as daredevil in it like there are really? those are the wow. level of rumors and yeah. stories that are coming out and i'm like i don't want to get excited because yeah. mm-hmm. otherwise imagine if this movie is just evil dr strange here's what yeah. i'm excited about evil dr strange <laughs> and and i'm trying to keep my real my expectations realistic i know it's sam raimi so i'm hoping to get a an mcu evil dead kind of horror film i don't think we will though because marvel has it's possible yeah marvel's and it's funny because james gunn just did an article where he specifically said that marvel and dc both did not tell him what he had to do mm-hmm. there are so many videos of like the stars doing interviews and saying something and then looking at kevin feige yeah. like he's about to smack them oh, yeah. mm-hmm. joss whedon was notorious about like you know they made me do all these things and my my challenge is as many times as we get different directors that add different styles it's very rare to get a movie in the mcu that feels different thor ragnarok yeah. felt different yes. yeah you know so i'm hoping but again in, I, after seeing these two it is entirely possible i might like the batman more than doctor strange so yeah again they're they're, they're both like up there you know I'm, I'm excited to see and watch both of them like i said before though i'm more excited for the batman than I am Doctor Strange. Yeah. Again, with, with Doctor Strange, it's just... Even though we got a trailer and it comes out in, what, five May months? A little six. less than five months? I just... We've seen a lot more for the Batman than right. we have. So so it's okay. building the excitement more than Doctor Strange, but... All right. The Batman's my number one. Yeah. Okay. Just to, I figured it would be. Yeah, Batman's my number one because... It, and I'm not, like, the biggest Batman fan. Like, I really enjoy Batman, but I've always liked Nightwing better. But this is a great look at the detective side of Batman, the more mm. brutal side of Batman. The gritty side. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. And it's going to, I feel like it's going to be different. You know, we grew up in a very strange time of Batman. Yeah. You know, where you go from Batman with Michael Keaton to Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. So That's- is there any that I missed that you're excited about? I'm surprised Paul didn't bring up Legends of Tomorrow. I, I have not been watching. Oh, no? I will so, be honest. I, know I, you were, yeah, he I fell, fell off, off the last map. season. Yeah. The only of the show, only show that I'm watching, I'm trying to catch up on Stargirl because mm-hmm. I really do enjoy Stargirl, and I, uh, Superman and Lois is my number one because oh, I yeah. watched Flash Armageddon and it was again yeah. wildly okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean some other things on here that I'm surprised again. A lot of the stuff is HBO Max, like Titans, Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. You know, Batwoman comes out. That's I know that's not HBO Max, right. but Harley um, Quinn, Har- Harley Quinn, Pennyworth. You know, there, there's a Young Justice Phantoms. You know, like there's a lot of stuff that's coming out on HBO Max. Yeah. You know, they have a lot coming, you know, within the first like, ten, almost like six l- months or so. I'll lend you 10 bucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that's the fun thing is that there's just this is we're living in a great time. This yes. is there's just a lot of stuff here. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this discussion. And before we go, though, we've got a fan feedback Friday that Paul's going to take us through. Paul, what was this week's question? So this one was very simple. And this has been a big topic of discussion and, and and i love this topic of discussion the, there's a question of if we could get an amazing spider-man 3 or a spider-man 4 which one would you prefer the and first one being with andrew garfield and the second one being with toby mcguire right. so basically they're they're unproduced sequel right because mm-hmm. they were both supposed to get sequels their story details have come out but given the success especially of andrew garfield in the most recent Spider-Man. It's been out for two months, guys. You all know he's in it. <laughs> but uh, if you're listening to a comic book podcast, you know. Yeah. So the question was, what would you prefer? Or if you would prefer a story that 
hasn't been told yet. So we have the Amazing Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, he he kind of ran away with this. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern. You're that's welcome. fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but more as a redo than a sequel. I mean, they, it, almost like the Suicide Squad, they could do it like that. Yeah. Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. I don't know if that. You know, they're getting one. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to argue this one. We never really finished the Chris Evans Fantastic Four trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. I'm fine with it. I would like to refer to it as the Fantastic Four trilogy. You know, he's another rumor. Oh, no. Ion Crawfield is another rumor for Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. As Mr. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rob's comic book class voted five to nothing they Garfield. Did. They were unanimous on mm-hmm. that one. Which I think is, I think he did not get to tell his story. And yeah. especially in the in, in Spider-Man Far No Way Home, like, he, there's so much more there. He's, when all three are on the screen, he stole the show. Oh, he, he yeah. definitely and did. I, and another reason. Peter three. Yeah. And another reason why, like, me personally chose Andrew Garfield over Toby Wires, I think Toby's way too old. Mm. I think also Toby, he got his... And he, he, he got, got his story. He got his moment. There yeah. was closure there. Yes. I wouldn't mind seeing like a, a Logan style with him. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. But I, I really want to, I think Andrew Garfield deserves a, a real shot at it. Uh, especially if he does a movie where Sony doesn't care about the, the, the Sony universe. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I've said it years ago that he was the best Spider-Man in the worst Spider-Man yeah. movies. Tank Girl 2. That's funny. I'm still, I'm still swearing on Tank Girl. Ghost Rider 3. We have not talked about Ghost Rider, yeah. and I think that that would be a great episode. Now, I showed today, because I mentioned Ghost Rider to my comic book class, and they were like, we don't know what that is. Mm. And so I showed them the trailer for the second Ghost Rider, and they're like, that looks awesome. I said, yeah, that's the problem. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> it looked awesome. But then they killed it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with Ghost Rider. Yeah. He was fantastic, and he yeah. stole the show. Uh, Robbie Ooh. Reyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Electra. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I had but, to. We were talking and, about bad movies, right? Yeah. But <laughs> well, anyway, I had mentioned, I showed them Ghost Rider, and they're like, yeah, there looks like a lot of potential there oh, for Ghost some great Rider, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, Howard the Duck 2. I would see it. Oh, my God. Wow, that's a sequel that's been trying to happen for what, 30, 40 years? <laughs> we don't talk about so it. So <laughs> that is going to wrap up this episode. Again, if you are looking to how you can listen to us, you can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any other listening stations. You should also check us out on themisfitfaction.com, which now has reviews by two authors. I did, I did one. I did we one. increased our authorship <laughs> by 100%. Technically, yes. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. We are looking forward to hearing back from you on any of our feedback. If you have anything want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us through our website or on any of our social media. And as always, I am forgetting anything? No, I don't think I am. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I feel like I am. Name Rob. <laughs> oh, yes. As always, I am Rob. Brownie. And I'm Paul. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya. Sp-